0: hello and welcome to jays from home uh i am matt gower and i've got uh my brother here but no not that brother the other brother uh
1: glenn is here to co-host hi matt hi <laughs> how are you a longtime listener first time caller today wow
0: this is this is exciting it's, it's nice uh to have uh, a different voice you're 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 uh your host number, guest host number two. Uh, so this is pretty exciting. Um, it's it's nice to talk to Steve, and it's nice to have podcasts with my wife Krista. But uh, it's nice to have a new voice as well.
1: Well, I got to ask you though. What really? What were you thinking? Because I don't know the Blue Jays very well at all. And I told you this right off the bat. You said, "Oh no, it's okay. Still host. So you can watch watch a few games this week and so on." And I said, "Okay, but I will not have any time to watch games." And you said, "Oh no, no, still host." So how serious is this Blue Jays podcast that you're inviting a co-host that has not followed the Jays at all this week?
0: Well, it's I guess uh, we've established that we're not that serious, but baseball is all about streaks. Um, so I just wanted to keep this, the streak of the co-host with the last name Gower going.
1: Okay, that's fair. Wait, I, I did actually, I do have some cred. I've just got to grab this um, okay. in the background here. Oh, you own a Blue Jays at hat? at that. I own a Blue Jays hat. I own a where, Blue Jays hat. I got, when and where did you come across that hat? Well, as you may know, I used to work for the Ottawa Senators. And one day, probably close to a decade ago, the Blue Jays promotional team had a, a game sponsor night at the Senators. And um, they were there giving out tickets and doing all things Jays, and because... Uh, I helped them coordinate the whole thing. They they gave me a souvenir Blue Jays cap. So there wow. you go. It looks a little small. It is a bit small. I don't typically wear it. It usually sits in a box in my basement.
0: Okay, Sorry. but you but you got it out of the box for today's podcast. Very
1: nice. I, I did, and it'll go back beside me because it is a little small on my big head.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the Gower thing. Is that we've got big heads. i I my 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 official uh, uh, new era cap size is seven and five eighths.
1: I have no idea what that means, but it sounds huge, Matt.
0: It's it's if you measure the total uh, distance of your of your head uh, in inches, and then um, or I guess what's what perimeter of your of your of your of your head, and then divide it by pi. Actually, <laughs> okay, it's, that's, I'll that's, take your that's word for what, it. That's what those measurements are in reference to. Uh, I'm I, I I'm nerdy in all aspects of baseball.
1: Okay, the so co- um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was going to say the pandemic has gone on for so long that you're now measuring your head and dividing it by pi.
0: Luckily, um, luckily, it has not uh, increased or decreased in size. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, should re- remind everybody to follow us on Twitter. Jays from home. Uh, it's it's pretty much just an aggregate of our of our of our uh, podcast, but I I, I I throw some clever. Uh, posts in there every now and then. Um, so let's go through uh, this week's uh, results. Um, so Tuesday, um, the Jays were facing uh, the Marlins for that was the uh, the second home opener, the home opener uh, redux uh, in Buffalo um, because they had their, their first home opener earlier in, in, in uh, Dunedin. Um, and they beat the Marlins five to one. Vladdy had a big uh, game for four for four with a home run. Um, Wednesday, they beat the Marlins six to five. That was a comeback win, actually. the The Jays were losing when I turned that game off. Actually, the kids woke up, so uh, stopped watching it. And they came back and won six to five. So that was good. Uh, off day on Thursday. Um, so and then Friday, they lost to the Astros thirteen to one. That was not a good game. How are you feeling about that? Are you okay? Um. It's kind of a a good, gives me a good time to kind of just, like, when it, when it's a blowout, uh, it gives me a little bit of a, a, a break to kind of, and, and some self-permission to put the Jays kind of on second screen and, and watch something else. So so that night, Krista and I, we just kind of caught up on our cooking shows.
1: Okay, so you've set some healthy boundaries around your fandom for the Jays. Well, and,
0: and, and, and if you're talking about, like, the fact that they lost a game like that, they're, they're gonna lose a lot of games the the old adage in baseball is you win a third of the games you lose a third of the games it's the middle third that uh, make a difference so so oh, that's okay. one of the outer
1: thirds that they lost I'm, I'm gonna assume um, well, and if, if you look if you look strictly at the week that was now they didn't have a game Monday they did not have a game Thursday, Thursday. but they've got the two wins against Florida at the start of the week and then the that's Miami lost, now Miami it's Miami and Mar- 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 oh sorry Sorry, uh, so told, I told you I don't follow baseball. I saw Marlins and I assumed Florida. So
0: I should also let you know that the Tampa Bay
1: uh, it's the Tampa Bay Rays and not the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And how are the Expos doing? Just kidding, just kidding. Not well. Uh, the uh, and then they won. They won yesterday, though.
0: Yeah, they I won yesterday the against the Astros, Astros six to two. Yes, the Houston Astros of Houston, okay. uh, <laughs> six to two. Uh, and Vladi hit his league leading eighteenth home run. Now, I, I, I haven't checked. I don't. As, as far as I was kind of peripherally listening to the game on the radio today, uh, I haven't checked to see if he's hit any home runs uh, today, but uh, as of yesterday, leading the league with 18 home runs.
1: Well, and we're recording this late afternoon. They're in the bottom of the eighth and it doesn't look good for the Blue Jays today. It's six to three right now.
0: Bottom. Oh, of the eighth. Okay. Six to three. Well, it was six to one last I checked.
1: Well, that's good, then. That's good. Hey, i got to tell you something else. Just, again, I don't follow baseball closely. Sometimes I do, but this year I have not been. Um, I, I saw um, a lot about uh, Vladdy, and I said, oh, who's this Vladdy? So I looked at Vladimir Guerrero, and I went, wow, he has got some amazing numbers for an old-timer. So it's just, but it turns out, no, he's not Vladimir Guerrero. He's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Yes. So uh, I was thinking, oh, is this the same player that you know back in the Expos days and everything? But no, it is an entirely different player, although related, hence the uh, the very similar name. So
0: yes, he he did hit a home run uh, in his rookie year. Uh, the the Jays used to do the uh, the uh, exhibition game in Montreal uh, every year, and he hit a game winning home run in Montreal
1: uh, in his rookie year. I think that cool. was twenty nineteen very cool anyways yeah also a also also canadian born nice to have a canadian born player doing so well for the only canadian team
0: indeed um and i think we'll see how the jays do in the standings because mvp voters uh typically want your team to be uh vying for a playoff spot to to get a vote for mvp but he he is i think right now the leading candidate for mvp 'Cause he's leading the league in, in almost all categories in average and on, on base percentage, home runs, uh total bases. He's just tearing tearing it up right now.
1: Yeah, well for those of you who watch baseball really closely, it makes for makes for an exciting thing to watch. Even if the team's not uh, top of the standings, you're 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 probably gonna see some excitement as the game goes on with a player like that. And
0: he, he's a fun player to watch on both sides of the ball. Like I I um I, uh, I guess maybe I'll, it's in my notes that I put this in. Like he, he, with every play on defense, um, he seems to kind of just aggregate skill. Like he, 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 like, he really like internalizes the, the, the physical, uh, experience and, and he just, uh, gets better every play on defense since last year. Um, you know, he was learning the position. Like he was really just kind of learning how to be a first baseman and they knew they, they were going to let him like make mistakes and they're still letting him make mistakes this year. Um, but he's going, he's, he's gotten better and better with each play. Um, and they're, they're talking openly now and they're saying down the road, but I think even this year, it's a possibility that he could win the gold glove for uh, being the best defensively at first base.
1: Well, so <laughs> As someone new to baseball, who who should I be watching for in the Blue Jays? Who are your top three uh, up and coming players? Who's who's going to have an impact? Uh, well, they're uh, all they're an, all yeah. The, the well, team know, in general
0: is is a young team and up and coming. Um, now, again, I was a I know Steve.
1: I know enough about I know enough about the team to know that right? They're they're young and and they're yeah. they're probably at the start of a cycle of improvement. And everything, but as someone who's new to the Blue Jays, who should I be watching? Um, the, the young players, the up and coming players, the players who are having a bit of a breakout right now.
0: Well, here's, here's the youngest player that you should be watching right now is, is Alec Manoa. Um, he made his debut, um, last week. Um, and he had, had a really impressive debut against the Yankees in New York. Um, he had some, he he gave up a few home runs against, uh, Miami, uh, on, 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 in that comeback game on Wednesday. Uh, so he's one to watch. Um, he's still, you know, he, he would normally might still be in the minor leagues, uh, but he's, uh, he's come up really quickly. Um, and, and yeah, he's someone to watch. Um, Vladdy, obviously you got to watch him. Uh, Bo Bichette is, uh, another, uh, great player to, to watch. Um, he's interesting because he can be, he's de- developed a reputation as being kind of a very streaky hitter. If you, if, if you watch like you'll notice that he swings at a lot of first uh, pitches um, and that can be good and that can be bad, but that can also uh, lend itself to, to being very, very streaky.
1: Um, so he's, and he's, I know you and you and Steve talk a lot about him on the podcast as well. A lot of airtime spent talking about his, uh, his ups and downs.
0: Yeah. And, and some of the downs also include um, his defense, which is a bit of a work in progress
1: uh, sometimes.
0: Um, again, he's, he's a young player. I was listening to a podcast uh, on friday i guess it was it was the, the ringer baseball podcast and they gave they were doing a list of the top 25 players under 25 um Bo, they listed him at, at number five and vladdy at number four um so so that's that's pretty impressive and they're both like it's this is a young young team um so i guess if i included that's three for you right there i'm just trying to think if there's another um young player to look out for um yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I still kind of, I don't know how. Kevin Biggio is another guy that I like to kind of uh, root for. He's injured right now, uh, but I, I'd like to see him kind of turn things around a little bit. He's having a, a tougher year. Oh, here's here's some, here's another player. And again, he's injured. Uh, Al, Al, Alejandro Kirk, their catcher. Um, okay. So once he comes, he he had the starting position locked up until he got injured. So so. There's a lot of names you can choose from. Basically, is the is the moral of this story?
1: And uh, uh, maybe it's maybe it's not fair to put you on the spot, but where do you think the Jays are going to end up this year in the end? What kind of team do you think they are this season?
0: They are almost they, well in any other division. They because this is a very tough division, the ALE. So yeah. they could they could uh, fight for. Uh, being in contention to win the division, but it's, it's, it's looking like they're not going to make the playoffs this year.
1: Okay. okay. Uh,
0: but not, not, not because they're a bad team, but because there's a lot of good teams and a lot of uh, unexpectedly good teams uh, this year. Like people kind of wrote off Boston to start the year and they are kind of doing really well. Um, and, and you've got like, there's a lot of good teams that are, that are going to be fighting for those two uh, Wild card spots uh that that are left so i don't know i think i think right now tampa is looking good um which is frustrating because they don't spend any money on their <laughs> on their team um yeah tampa uh i think like if we're looking at it from today uh, at this point like you know you're looking at i think tampa wins the division boston gets a wild card uh white Sox win the central Houston wins the West, and probably Oakland gets the other uh, wild card spot. So that leaves okay. the guys kind of looking uh, from the outside in. Um, okay, it's not to say that they're a bad team, but they're just not good enough yet. They they need to they they need to help uh, get some help uh, in their starting pitching. It's a little on the thin side right now, uh, which is what, partly why they brought up Alec Manoa a little, maybe a little earlier than expected because they do need some help um, from from their
1: starting pitching. Well, I was trying to think of when is the last time I really followed the Jays closely, and it was when they had that great playoff run, I believe, twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. uh, where they went quite far in the playoffs, and then kind of it's it's been downhill <laughs> downhill very much since then. So it's uh, it's good to see them back on the upswing, hopefully uh, over yeah. the next few years. Yeah.
0: Um Okay, so so let's go into our. our um, oh, I have a correction from last week. Actually, last week oh. I said that they. Um, that they missed 20 innings worth of baseball, but I, I I did the math correctly. I just didn't add up the proper numbers. They missed 10 innings worth of baseball last week. Um, this year in baseball, they're doing seven inning double headers. So they did two sets of double headers, plus one of the games only lasted seven innings because it got rained out. So they, uh, I, I, you know, I would rather them play full, uh, nine-inning doubleheaders this year. They they implemented the seven-inning doubleheaders last year
1: because of the shortened season. Um, okay, so I will mark Matthew Gower with one error for last week's episode.
0: Yes, my only error of this podcast in general.
1: And I, I already have one error uh, early into this podcast with oh, my mix-up of Florida and Tampa. Early.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right. So so we're tied in errors right now. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's an entire game worth of action that they that they missed over the course of a week. Yeah,
1: I guess when you put it that way, it yes, it does add up quickly.
0: And you know, players uh they want to, you know, like just selfishly players they want to boost their their numbers. That's 10 innings worth that's 10 innings worth of play that they couldn't hit a home run or get a hit, you know, like uh it's 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 important baseball that they're missing out on.
1: Yeah, and it can affect. Uh, I assume it would affect uh, potential bonuses as well, and uh, yeah. the overall pride of your career stats and where you fit in terms of the leaderboards and everything. And games can swing.
0: You know, the wins and losses. Like in in, in two innings, a, a, a team can come back, like they like the Jays did on 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 Wednesday night. So it it every inning is important, and and ten of them went unplayed last week. Um, so yeah, that was that was that's that's an important number that's that that we'll call that the number of the week uh
1: although you do get some of your life back if you're a really hardcore baseball fan who doesn't want to miss a single inning of a game you know there there's a few extra hours of uh of other pursuits that you can follow
0: yeah but at that point i'm usually asleep anyways <laughs> uh, all right all right yeah um okay so um gonna go into the, uh, the, the the my home run for the week which was um, Marcus Semien, the Jay's uh, second baseman he won the al Player of the month uh, he's like we were talking of I think he got like pretty much like my home run for each week la- uh, going into in, in May probably because he's just had such an unbelievable offensive uh, month um, he, he only signed for one year with the Jays uh, I think 18 million which I know you're not familiar with the baseball e- economics or whatever but uh, that is uh, a, a steal of a deal if he if he puts up these numbers all all season long um i don't think he'll resign with toronto i think that he'll probably end up getting a long-term deal out of this performance this year and the jays don't need to have him signed long term but this is just a bonus because um we've been waiting all year long basically to see their big um their 150 million dollar guy uh george springer he he played all of two games so far this year so he's kind of Provided the offense that we expected Springer to provide uh, that we're still waiting on um, and that's going to be also a big boost to the Jays when he gets back into the lineup because they'll have like two big because Springer is, is their their leadoff hitter right now. Semyon is,
1: is hitting in the leadoff spot. So that's that's like a big bat that they'll be adding into the lineup when he's ready. Yes. Yeah, so and a very expensive player just to have uh, sitting, sitting in the clubhouse or wherever they sit these days in the proverbial clubhouse. Mending, mm-hmm. uh, whatever injury, well, how is he injured? I didn't, I didn't he pulled, you, um, know. he had,
0: oh, I'm forgetting, I think it's an oblique injury and then he pulled a hamstring running, uh, the bases when he did come back. Um, oh. so, uh, and I guess he wasn't totally hundred percent when he came back. So now they're just making sure that he's not going to re injure himself, uh, when he does come back. I think I read somewhere that he's doing a minor league rehab stint, uh, this weekend. So that's that's a, a positive. OK. OK. Yeah.
1: Um, did you have any uh, baseball home runs or anything like that or. Well, well, not really. I had one strike. So so I'll let you get through yours and I'll tell okay. you my strike was. OK. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, my 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 walk uh, was that um, I'm still unused to seeing fans at games, I guess, because like I was watching the game against Houston and I heard this like booing noise I and mean, I, it didn't key into me right away that they were booing I thought they're like Ryu was pitching so I thought, thought maybe they're saying Ryu but um, people are still sore and they didn't get the chance to boo at Houston last year because of the whole cheating scandal so they were the fans were were booing Houston it just didn't key into me that they were booing for some reason
1: I'll, you know what? I will give you a walk. I will give you a walk and maybe okay. I'll do a retroactive home run. The okay. walk is, it's been kind of fun the last few days. I have, I'm I'm being a bit facetious. I haven't totally not prepared for this podcast. It's been kind of uh-huh. fun reading into the Jays, reading into baseball. Uh, you know, it's been a few years since I followed the Jays or baseball closely and it's, it's been kind of fun just to get, uh, uh, back into the, the jargon back into the traditions of the game. And I'll say the home run, is being on this podcast with you. Oh, how oh, nice. It's Do you want honor. my strike? <laughs> can I give? Can I give you my strike?
0: oh uh, yeah, you can go with, go for the Yeah.
1: Part of how I planned to prepare was uh, every Saturday morning I always uh, get my Globe and Mail newspaper, and um, I thought, well, I will read everything in the newspaper in the sports section. I'll read everything Jays and baseball related. You know what? Nothing. All they. Have had were the box scores. There weren't any columnists. There weren't any recaps. There wasn't any opinion, nothing about the Jays. They had uh, just about every other sport you could think of. You, maybe you weren't missing any the...
0: pages. You weren't missing any pages, were
1: you? No. I went through it twice to verify this. Um, usually, um, uh, I remember last summer, actually, I read quite a bit. Is it Cathal Kelly, I think, is the columnist yeah. for the Globe? And he'd often write about uh, baseball and the Blue Jays and more about baseball in general because it was kind of an absurd season last year with a lot of things happening. But uh, there was nothing in the Globe, so I thought oh, I'm going to read the Globe and I'm going to impress Matt with everything I can glean from uh, from this week's coverage. But but all I got was the box scores, and because it was uh, because it was too late for the Friday game, they didn't even have the latest score for the for the Jays from Friday. But luckily, I have the internet and I could look it up online.
0: Yeah, I, that surprises me because the Globe is a national paper, and and and
1: I I, I thought people cared about baseball but maybe maybe <laughs> well, they 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 do have a local edition like there's a toronto edition as well so maybe they they put a little more coverage into that but uh, they had coverage about uh, about the tokyo olympics and in canada's preparations they had coverage about hockey but i was surprised uh, they had nothing about baseball i think that's an outlier so i don't okay. want to suggest the globe is having a bad season it was just one bad game and uh, maybe it was even just one bad at bat but that's my strike for you the uh, lack of blue jays or baseball coverage in the globe this week
0: okay okay well yeah that, that that was disappointing to hear i don't i don't read newspapers so you know and i i most all i get get most of my information from baseball based on on podcasts and blogs and, and twitter so maybe that's just a sad uh reality about about how how baseball is being consumed because really it's like people it's it's an alternate kind of universe where people kind of dig into the world of baseball i guess
1: well i think it also shows the age gap between you and i that you're on all these uh websites and i'm i'm still reading a newspaper these two years between us make such a big difference in the generations
0: <laughs> i know well like and it's 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 funny because yeah like i i guess i don't i don't think it's a it's a, it's a an example of the age gap is an example of interests varying because like I, I go, I, I, am I'm, I'm finding where the baseball information is. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're looking for, for what you want to want to find. And I, I've definitely found my, my spot. <laughs>
1: Well, you, you you must have an Athletic subscription, right? Because you sent yes. me that long read from the Athletic. So that's where you spend part of your news subscription money. Whereas, I buy the uh, I buy the paper every Saturday morning. So, so yeah. there you go. That's how we're spending it on our interest. You're absolutely right exactly um,
0: and yeah it's pretty much like the athletic it's basically like a, a magazine like like I, I, I was considering whether I should subscribe to like something like baseball weekly or or like the athletic but the athletic like it's it's, it's everywhere it's uh, there were reports that the New York Times were interested in in purchasing the athletic I'm not sure how where that's going but uh, yeah it's, it's a pretty big uh, space uh, fills a big space in sports not just baseball um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go to my strikeout and and uh, this is something that like has come up this week because I got one of the things that I do when I check on Facebook in the morning is, you know, you get the, the, the memories that come up from like over time on this specific day. And I get a, a lot of memories of, of pictures coming up of me and Krista attending baseball games because traditionally um, before we had kids. Uh, The week of the first week of June was when Krista would would go to the States and write her exams. So we would go on these road trips. And then, you know, obviously, like while she was writing, like we'd stop off at a baseball game along the way. So I'm seeing all these pictures come up of of baseball games that we've attended. So I just miss seeing baseball in person.
1: I do, too. I do, too. Um, I was going to ask you, actually, um, because I think you shared that Facebook memory and I saw it. Um, What stadiums have you visited in person?
0: Um, well, let's go with, I w- let's, let's, let's do a little off the, off the, the cuff ranking here. Cause I'll start you off with my least favorite stadium that I, that I visited and it's the closest, well, one of the, cl- okay. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to write these down with a okay. pen.
0: You're going to write them down. Okay. Um, yes, yes. Uh, good. Cause like I said, I can't read my own handwriting. Um, the worst stadium I've ever been to and it's the, maybe even the most recent, uh, was, uh, the big O in Montreal, That's, uh, maybe it's just because it's, it's fallen uh, into disrepair, but that was a terrible, terrible, uh, baseball
1: experience just based on the, the surroundings. What did, uh, and you saw what did you see an exhibition game there? Yeah, I saw one, of the, I saw one of
0: the exhibition games. I think it was probably 2017. Uh,
1: okay. I saw one of the
0: exhibition games. We took a, uh, uh, like was like a chartered bus trip to, to Montreal to see the game. And it was just terrible atmosphere uh the seats i didn't like the seats that we were in that uh we were in the, kind of like the, the bleachers behind uh i think it was left field so it was okay. just just not and the dome like the covered dome it just wasn't it, like everything looked old and, and worn it was it was not a great experience
1: i've uh, i've never seen a game there although when i was in grade eight we did a tour and we got to walk on the uh, on the field Oh, the uh, stadium back when the Expos were still playing there. So okay,
0: what, what what's what's your uh, worst uh, baseball stadium,
1: worst baseball stadium? Um, I haven't actually been to um, that many bad ones. It's kind of a love hate, I guess. You could say it's the worst, but it's also the best for kind of the same reasons. Uh-huh. Wrigley Field. Chicago oh, OK. I, no, I can um, see
0: that because um, I remember you, I love- you mentioned being there. Yeah.
1: I loved everything about it, but I had a seat way up high uh, okay. along the first baseline, and there was a post in front oh. of me, so I couldn't see the entire outfield. That's, um, an, that's the charm, I would call that—the <laughs> charm of Wrigley Field. Eighty percent of the of the uh, stadium smelled like popcorn and and hot dogs, but twenty percent had like a weird, undefinable, gross smell too. So, but that's part yeah. of you're right; it's part of the charm of it. Um, and but, I've uh, no, was, I have heard the really urinals over
0: that. there, the urinals are just one giant, like, like vat or something. Yeah.
1: They're the trough. They're, they're the troughs. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but, uh, uh, it was a good experience. Um, uh, I loved it. Uh, just, I mean, it's just, it's every baseball fan has to go to Wrigley field at some point. Right. And the, my yeah. one regret is not getting a photo in front of the sign there when I was there, but, uh, anyway, oh, it was okay. a great, uh, I think that was uh, twenty. Well, quite a while ago. Quite a while ago, ten or fifteen years ago.
0: Well, that could have been, They've they've also done some pretty uh, extensive renovations to the stadium. So it, the next time yeah. you go, if you ever go, it, it could be a, a different experience altogether. Um, I'm going to jump up to the to the best because there's. A, I've been to, we've, We'll discuss it. We've been to a lot of stadiums. The best stadium I've ever been to is uh, uh, PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, Yeah, we uh, that was, again, on one of Krista's uh, uh, conferences that we we traveled. Uh, We got up at I think it was five in the morning. Uh, We were in Nashville. She was doing an exam and it was the last day and we, we, we bought tickets already to go to the Pittsburgh game. So we we traveled from Nashville straight to Pittsburgh. We got there halfway through the game. Uh, because it's, it's a long Nashville to Pittsburgh is a long drive, um, but the the cool thing about this was it was a Saturday game, I believe. Um, and on weekend ga- games, I think what they do is they close the uh, Roberto Clemente Bridge, so you can actually walk across the bridge to get to the stadium, um, and that's pretty cool. And then they, I, I'm sure you've seen. Pictures at least of of the stadium. I'm not sure if you've been there before,
1: but oh, I've been there. I've been there, but I'll let you. Finish. Oh, okay. I'll let you finish but, your story first.
0: Well, you can you can see like the the cityscape of of Pittsburgh in the background and the the allegheny is it the Allegheny
1: River? Uh, I believe it is. Yes.
0: Yeah, and it's just a nice kind of like in general, like it's a nice ballpark to be at. Food's good. Uh, I don't think we had any the chance to ch- to try any of the local beers at that game because it was hard to find the the that and, and I didn't want to miss <laughs> like we're we're halfway through the game anyway so I didn't I didn't want to miss too too much I didn't want to go searching but um every, you know everything is like you know yellow and, and black Krista's favorite color is yellow um, <laughs> yeah it's just a a, a nice. Uh, like the, the best stadium I've ever been to. And it, it, it has the benefit of being one of the one of the newer stadiums too, so, so it doesn't have the, any uh, wear and tear to it.
1: So I was there when it was about a year old, and I was there as part of a conference, so similar to your story, but this is again back when I was working for the Ottawa Senators, and I was a member of an association called IDEA, the Information and Display Entertainment Association. And basically it's... Um, all of the people in major league sports and minor league sports across North America who um, program and manage video scoreboards and game entertainment. And so we visited Pittsburgh because they just have so many sports uh, facilities and they had the new football field, they had the new baseball field. Technically, I didn't see a live game there, but we did watch the All-Star game on their big screen um, Uh in July of that year. So this association always meets in July because it's when most of the baseball teams are on, on break and people are able to travel. Oh, okay. So we were able to watch the, uh, the all-star game. We got a full tour. The coolest thing when I was there, uh, and you'll appreciate this, I hope as a musician is, uh, got a tour of the organist booth and, oh, okay. uh, It's this old timey stadium organ like they must have moved it over from the old stadium, like this rickety old thing with, you know, the the organist at the time. I forget his name, but he he was in his 70s or 80s and he had all his handwritten notes and everything all over this this organ. And I used to play organ for the Ottawa Senators. So so I I take a great interest in all things sports organ. And it was uh, pretty cool to be able to to check that out. I didn't get to play it. But I got to just kind of soak in what that must be like to play, you know, to play that organ while the team is on the field with the sun setting. And, you know, that it's it must be a beautiful park to see a game from with, the, as you said, the skyline. And it must be great as the, the sun setting in the evening. And I'd love to go see a game there someday.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, and there's been a bunch of stadiums in between. Like, I, I don't know if there's really been a bad stadium other than the big O that I've been to. Like, I've been to Jays games, and, and on TV, it doesn't look as good as it does in person, really. Um, it's a nice stadium to be to uh, be, be at. Um, a funny story about, the, you were talking about the post that I, uh, that I did on, on Instagram about missing baseball. Krista um, and I were at a Chicago uh, White Sox game. Um there it's called now it's called Guaranteed Rate Field. That that's a nice a nice stadium to, to visit as well. Um but it was like it was June. It was like June first or something and it was cold. Like they're not kidding about it being the windy city. Like I like Krista like we we were All bundled up. I was wearing a a, a White Sox hoodie. Krista had a a, a White Sox, too, because it was cold. We had to bundle up that night to to stay warm. I think I spent like $80 on a a sweatshirt just to to stay warm.
1: Well, um, um, I had an opposite experience in Baltimore several years ago. I went with my family, including my two daughters, to see a Baltimore Orioles game. That's a stadium Um, I'd like to see. My, uh, uh, my girls were young enough that, uh, uh, they, they thought they were the Baltimore Oreos, like the, uh, cookie. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So actually this might've been the worst experience. I really appreciated the ballpark just because of the history and the design. But as a, as a family outing, it was an absolute disaster. First of all, uh, it had nothing to do with Oreo cookies whatsoever. (laughs) Um, Second, our seats. It was like a hot July day, and our seats mm-hmm. were along the third baseline. We were just baking in the sun, and yeah. and it was one of those days where like they're giving everyone multiple bottles of free bottles of water, wow. and uh, the kids were just miserable. And I think we stayed for about uh, two innings in our seats, and we went and had uh, a food at the restaurant where it was air conditioned, and then we left. Uh, it was too bad because it, it was it's a really nice uh, stadium, but just not the right conditions for a family outing in Baltimore that day. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you know this, but Baltimore is the stadium that really started the kind of retro um, uh, trend in stadium design uh, throughout the yeah. 90s. So
1: it must have been just after the Sky Dome was built, because the Skydome was about '89 or so, yeah, I, think, I think. When think that I think it opened. was ni-
0: around '93 that they built this stadium. So, so, was so, it? like this, Yeah, the Sky Dome was the end of the the era of of multi-purpose uh, stadium design.
1: I I just, was it that late? Because Glass Tiger opened Sky Dome. I remember this for some reason from when I was young.
0: 89.
1: Yeah. Alan Dick
0: hosted the uh, inaugural ceremony.
1: Oh, so you're saying, sorry, so you're saying Baltimore was 93 yeah. and Dome and was in the late 80s. OK. Yeah. Um, yeah, And, and uh, you know, I, I know it, that's what they say now when they're talking about stadium redevelopment in Toronto is Toronto was was the last of the big stadiums. And now they're much more intimate stadiums. Some of these stadiums in, in Florida, even where the Jays are playing in Buffalo, are just much nicer places to go for a fan oh, experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like uh, one of the nicest experience I had was a triple A stadium in Indian, Indianapolis. I went to, to victory field. I don't know if you've ever been, been to that one, but that was nice. Um, uh, it was right across the street from our hotel. So I think we went to like at least three or four games <laughs> that week. Um, uh, oh, here's here's an inter- interesting story because this is this is a stadium that we both we've both visited, and it's it's kind of a funny story because I remember um, I was watching a game on TV. I was watching the Nationals play, and I was commenting on Twitter about the ump show, and all of a sudden you you you're you're DMing me about about what's going on with the umpire because you were at the game. I didn't realize you were at the game that I was watching on TV.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, my sister-in-law and her family live down in, uh, in D.C., and so um, uh, I've been to several Nationals games. Actually, there's an example of a really big stadium done well. Uh, I, thought, like I it, it, does- it felt kind of small. Well, when you're there, it it feels really big actually. I don't know what the actual seating capacity is, but it feels like a, it's just it's a very modern design and everything, right? like it's it's uh, it doesn't feel like Baltimore with that intimacy. It still feels like a very, very big you know mass crowd type of thing. Um, they've got some great uh, great traditions going there with the president's race and everything. And I feel like though I every time I'm there, I spend half my time in line for food. Um, so yeah, so I, I tend to miss the games but get a lot of food.
0: Krista and I went. That was, that's our last Major League game that we attended. We went to a couple of games in Washington. I guess it was four years ago. Uh, first, the first time we went, we made the mistake of of. Uh, Hire, hiring an uber car and, and <laughs> trying to get through we, we gave ourselves an hour to get there through traffic and and we just got there we had to like get out and walk like the last like 15 minutes to, to just to make it on time to get the, we, we we were going, going obviously quicker than the car would um and then yeah. the next day we we, we smartened up and, and took the
1: the is it the metro in, in washington yeah, so uh, I, yeah i was gonna say you got to take the metro um there are a couple actually they're, they're starting to really redevelop that area there are a couple of like weird sketchy industrial zones where you could park for a uh, exorbitant but uh, reasonable amount of time um, but now that the area's being redeveloped there's fewer and fewer places to park so the metro is the way to go
0: yeah and i and i thought that my my, my the main impression like it like i said it, it's it was it's a very kind of i guess it's cozy like it's very like uh, close, like packed in, I guess, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but the, the main, the main impression I took from that compared to all the stadiums I've been to is, is the most patriotic uh, stadium I've been to? Cause I've never seen this before. And maybe, maybe this is something that happens a lot in the States, but I was, you know, we got there before the game and I was shopping in the, in the, in this in the store and the uh, national anthem comes on and everybody stops in their, in their tracks and, you know, takes their hat off and, and stands at attention for the anthem, which I, yeah. I'd never seen that before.
1: Well, and of course they're the only they're the only major league team that has presidents as mascots. So right yeah, away, yeah.
0: and yeah, so it's, it's, it's very Americana that like with the red, white, and blue all over the place in that stadium.
1: I, I think you can see the Capitol building from some of the seats. I, I might be wrong about that. I feel like yeah, some I mean, of the, you can see from the from high up some of the uh, famous uh, famous buildings. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah no so. We're tied at four for U.S. and Canadian Major League Baseball's visited. You have Montreal. Uh, you have uh, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Washington. I have Chicago. Pittsburgh, I've got Chicago, Baltimore. too. I've got
0: the other Chicago,
1: though. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that, right, uh, for, the, for the White Sox, for whatever its name now. Um, so you have a Chicago. I have a Kansas City. Okay. Uh, I went to see a Royals game, again, as part of a conference, which I really enjoyed that. They've got the inverted video scoreboard. So the scoreboard, instead of being horizontal in landscape mode, they flip it into portrait mode. It's exactly the same size as any other stadium, but because they flip it, it's just this monstrous thing. Right. And uh, it, it works really well for baseball because they can frame the batter or the pitcher uh, really nicely on the screen. And uh, it just it, it makes for a really... Uh, dynamic fan experience so uh kansas city is pretty fun another hot another hot hot mm. place see a baseball game in the summer yep.
0: um okay well i'll i'll see your kansas city and raise you a cleveland I, I haven't been to kansas city uh cleveland is uh i think that was uh 2015 that was the same the, the beginning of the we we ended the road trip with pittsburgh we started the road trip In Cleveland, Um, and I kind of feel like with that stadium, like it's it's a nice stadium. That's again one of the 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 stadiums that started the retro kind of uh, boom in stadium designs. Um, We didn't get a good uh, idea of the city through uh, Cleveland Stadium, though, um, because we stayed at like a like a Holiday Inn that entered from behind the stadium. It kind of felt like in 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 Return of the Jedi. You know how they enter the the, uh, the the base from the back um okay and, and you don't get any idea of the scale of, of of the the base on endor well this is sort of what happened with um cleveland because i guess if you enter from the other side that's like where the, the, the that side of the all the the restaurants and, and 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 hustle and bustle happens but we just entered from the back because that was the most convenient entrance
1: well i have a more pathetic story than. Cleveland, I saw the uh, I didn't see a game in Cleveland, but I drove by the stadium just after game and saw some of the expensive cars owned by the players leaving through the back uh, gate of the uh, stadium. Okay. So can I get a, like a .5 for that? Yeah, you can I get was, a point .5. Uh, okay, because you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 and I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and a half. And I've also Do got I get my half a point. I, I'm really pushing. Could I have? Can I get half a point for walking on the Big O field. Can I get half a point? Yeah, I'll give you half a point.
0: Uh, you forgot, okay. I also forgot to mention the, the uh, or you forgot the uh, victory field, AAA. But are
1: we ta- counting Major League or just? No, I'm only doing, I'm only doing Major League.
0: Okay, because we did also visit um, Link- Lucas Oil Field, uh, but that's, that's NFL. So Okay. Well, well oh, but that's,
1: you not, start that's not going to that. Don't <laughs> start throwing in stadiums and, and hockey arenas because uh, I'll I'll have you yeah, be, you, you know, will blow handstand. me out of the water.
0: It'll, it'll be, it'll be like a 13 to one Houston Astros victory. One,
1: six, one, two, three. Well, if you count my half points, we're tied at six.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um. So yeah, did, I mentioned Skydome. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's all that I can think of off the top of my head that
1: I've been to as far I've, as baseball games. I've been thinking this week, have I actually seen a Jays game at Rogers Center slash Skydome? And I I don't think I have, but it feels wrong to say that mm-hmm. because, um, I mean, my entire adolescent and adult life, they have played at that stadium. And I, I just cannot believe I haven't been there. But I can't. I think I might have gone at some point when I was in high school, but I cannot really place who I would have been with. So all I can conclude is I haven't been there. I have been there for uh, for a soccer game before. Um, but I'm really struggling to remember being there for a baseball game.
0: Yeah, no, I've been we've been to at least two or three Jays games there. Um, yeah, I've even been there for a Raptors game. Uh, but again, we're not counting the other sports. Uh, but yeah, no, no. It's, 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 a, it's a nice experience, especially when the roof is up, uh, is open. I mean, uh, to see uh, a, a baseball game. Um, yeah, I, I, I have no like it would be nice if they had natural grass, if they if the roof was just permanently open. But uh, I have no problems um, with with, with uh, Roger Center. It's, it's a nice stadium.
1: Well, um, I, I must say I'm feeling very good that we came so close in stadiums visited because I thought you would have a runaway win here. Well, here's the tiebreaker.
0: Have you been to um, any Champions games?
1: Oh, no, I haven't. But I've probably been to more Lynx games than you have. Probably, yes, yes. Yes. So it's still a tie. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> hey, um, just just the thought uh, is it is it Oakland that they're looking at moving the franchise, and that yes. Montreal's in the floor? No, no, I that's got- that's
0: Tampa. That's, ta- Tampa, that's the, the, Tampa. They they want to they wanna split, do like a timeshare between Tampa and and Montreal. Okay, okay. So I don't know if well, they're serious with that or not.
1: I gotta I, I gotta wonder if you know all the changes from COVID and everything, and, and teams moving not just in baseball but any other league as well. If it if it's opening opening people's minds to some out-of-box thinking around uh franchise locations but i mean I, I gotta hold out some hope if montreal were to get even part of a major league team maybe there's some hope for some triple a ball in ottawa again when that be I'd, nice?
0: I'd love to I'd love to see that I, I i would just even settle for for uh, a team in montreal because that's only a two-hour trip away um and and you know that if that happens it'll be you know at least five, ten years down the road. And by then, Leo and Bo will be old enough where they can actually sit still and watch a
1: baseball game. Now speaking of Bo, why didn't you spell it B O? B O is a much more baseball game than B E A U.
0: Uh well we weren't naming him after Bo Bichette. So that's that's and, and 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 you know like we want him to like be good at spelling. So so if you just name name him B O, then then like how are we ever gonna really know when he, when he like writes his name for the first time, cause that could just be luck the first time, you know?
1: All right. That's fair. That's
0: fair. Yeah, And we live in a, in a, in a bilingual uh, city. So the side benefit is that Beau is, is, is a very good uh, name in both English and French. That, that wasn't okay. why, but that's just a good, a, a nice
1: side benefit. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a good name. It's a good name. And, and who, who am I to second guess the spelling choices of parents and their kids names? That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. yeah glenn with one in
1: yes
0: (laughs) okay so let's get to some other baseball notes i'm not going to read all these because we've been talking a lot about stadiums which is pretty good um yeah well we let's talk about foreign substances a little bit here um i just thought it was interesting i was watching not a major league game but i was watching a wbc game and there was uh the umpires had a look at the uh what was it the uh yeah, the Team Venezuela uh, pitcher was thrown out of the game because of pine tar on his glove, which is quite common in, in, in baseball,
1: really. Yes. So you gave me a heads up this was something you wanted to talk about. And I did a little bit of Googling. And I was going, well, when they say foreign substance, what what exactly do they mean? And uh, and right now it's it's uh, rosin or resin, depending on the article rosin, you read. Rosin. Rosin. Yeah. Pine tar, sunblock, although not always. Uh, homemade glue, Pelican grip, Spider-Tech adhesive. Um, but I I love this, you know, back in the day, some of the things they they would have used back in the day is kind of interesting too, right? Like, uh, um, Vaseline on the baseball was a very popular one back in the olden days. No, but that's not
0: for grip. Those, those were for, uh, basically like, um, spitballs basically. Like to more, more, more to, to affect the grip is to, is to increase the spin rate, uh things like Vaseline or, or actual like a spitball is to lessen the spin rate.
1: Well, and that's what they found uh, sunscreen does as well, because a lot of people thought sunscreen might be a substance being used, but that actually wouldn't help with the, the, loss, they, uh, it, with the spin of the ball. That,
0: they mix that with the resin, I believe, or the rosin, I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love that there's probably like a, a secret Reddit group or Facebook group of baseball pitchers and they're all like comparing their recipes for mixing this stuff up. Like the, there is probably some way they're they're sharing all this information.
0: I'm sure there is. Yeah, there's like there there's a, a secret, a secret group of of, of of pitchers. There was actually one trainer who was fired from the Angels for uh, providing, uh, I guess, some sort of substance to, to to opposing teams pitchers as well as his own.
1: OK, yeah, I think he was probably I, I went, fired
0: because, he, was probably fired because he, he gave it to the other teams.
1: I wonder if they've tried like uh, maple syrup or maple toffee or something like that. That
0: would work, because Leo was covered in syrup
1: today, and it's pretty sticky. I still have some on my shirt. I bet that that would be so Blue Jays, you know, for the Canadian team, that they'd use some kind of maple product.
0: Well, and that that makes sense. Well, their bats are maple, I'm pretty sure.
1: It's kind of absurd, though. Like, I was reading some of the articles you sent me, and and it's like, you know, data-driven evidence of spin rate is leading them to conclude that foreign substances must be used to control uh to control the spin of the ball and uh, you know suspicious baseballs confiscated and basically they're doing lab testing to figure out what sticky gooey stuff might be on these baseballs like it's it's kind of absurd really
0: yeah no i know um it is absurd but it's 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 they're calling it the new steroid scandal um and that the the like even as recently as as this past weekend where i sent you the um The little kind of follow up article where uh, Josh Donaldson was accusing uh, one of the best pitchers in the league, Garrett Cole, of 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 not using of taking some like of stopping to use the the, the foreign substance because they're afraid they might get caught now because Major League Baseball has announced that they're going to start uh, uh, clamping down on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just I just find next to steroids, you know, goopy, sticky stuff on balls sounds sounds like ridiculously arcade. And, and so baseball as well. Right. Like, yeah. I guess it reminds you how human a baseball game still is or baseball players still are. Whereas whereas in hockey, it's about, you know, I don't know, goalies and the pushing the limit with pad size and everything and and video technology. And this is just such a such a quirky human baseball story.
0: Yeah, and and that's 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 part of the fun in baseball is is is, is players want to cheat. I was just even reading about an uh, an old Hall of Fame player in the book that you gave me for my birthday, actually, Gaylord hey Perry, about how he uh, would 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 put stuff on on various spots on his on his body, so uh, on his uniform, so that as to uh, avoid suspicions from the umpires, so they so they didn't keep going to the same spot more than more than once. Huh. Um, huh. Yeah. So it's well, it's it's part, baseball's you know, cheating is is part of the sport. It's just how you cheat, I guess, is 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 uh the important part.
1: Well and, and I was reading up on the history actually of, of foreign substances on baseball and the spitball. And uh this is going back a hundred years ago, coincidentally, mm-hmm. nineteen twenty, and they banned the spitball, but they grandfather fathered 17 pitchers who were still allowed to throw the spitball until they retired do you know why love, they banned it um no not exactly I why i think did they it was because
0: it? of the spanish flu no really i, I think that might because it was around 1920 or something 1919. that
1: sounds, that sounds like totally like a like a, a Urban myth myth or something but <laughs> i don't know i think it story. might have been because good of the story. spanish flu um but I love the name of the last spitballer to retire. He retired 14 years later in 1934. Burley Grimes. <laughs> what a what a old time baseball game, eh?
0: Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, it's, that could be a good a good hip hop name too. I think I don't know.
1: Burley Grimes. Yeah, she has a great album out. Have you heard the new Burley Grimes album?
0: Yeah, it's got some great uh, a great uh, guest spot from Dua Lipa. <laughs>
1: There you go, there you go.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you know, like that. last we'll do one more baseball note, and then we'll go into our personal. We, we've had lots of good baseball talk. Just I'll, I'll end this on a, on a positive. Um, uh, the the Giants uh, are the first team to wear pride colors on their caps and uniforms on field. So I thought that was a really uh, positive thing.
1: Uh, yeah, it's Pride Month, so a lot of teams, a lot of teams in every sport, doing uh, different things to recognize Pride Month. Did you know? Did you know? The Blue Jays, I believe, are the first team to ever do a Pride promotion. This goes way back to 2004, July 2004, and I found this article. The Toronto Blue Jays hosted a Jays Pride community game offering ticket discounts and other specials in conjunction with Pride Week in Toronto. And they were believed to be the first major league sports team to do that. Very nice.
0: It's very nice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm surprised like a city with like a, like, like San Francisco was later to, to adopt something like that because it have got such a big uh, gay community over there. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's good on the Jays for doing that. Cause I, I was telling you, like, I thought maybe they were one of the last teams to do that, but they were one of the first. So
1: that's great. Well, um, and I know you appreciate bad puns, the headline in the Toronto star for that, uh, for that game description was uh, take me out to the ball game? Huh, huh. Yeah, that's go. good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so um, yeah, that's that's it for
0: baseball. Uh, quick brews check in. They were eight and two in their last ten. Uh, they played the two worst teams this week, so they, that's why they had a good week. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, that's enough. Um, so podcast notes from wives. Krista was saying last week that May was Mental Health Awareness Month, so um, you know her talking about her 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 troubles with the uh, postpartum depression was was good timing. So so that's good, and you know it was a great talk with with Krista, and uh, yeah. So and she did uh, she did listen to the pod to the podcast by the way. Just so I know.
1: have a I also have a note, although it's not not a, a wife's note, but it's a note for my daughters, your nieces. Okay. Okay. Nieces' note. And um, they. Just say you've you've got not very many followers on social media.
0: I know I'm, it's something that that we're, we're trying to work on, but uh, can't really control that. So so maybe maybe uh, maybe more people will, will will catch on. But I just try I, I try to just we we don't do this for the followers. We do this because we like baseball.
1: We do it for fun. Um, maybe you should start a TikTok account. No, no TikTok.
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not even delving into that
1: world. Uh, By the way, I have told like five people about your podcast. Five Jays fans about your podcast. So there you go.
0: Nice. Five people.
1: High five people.
0: (laughs) Five people who, if if you're if you're listening, rate the podcast too. It'll maybe help. I don't know. Uh, You know, it's more more important to tell more people about the podcast. So five people tell five more people about about the podcast. Um, okay. So let's go to the, I'll go to my, my personal stuff to talk about. So, uh, my, my home run for the week is that, uh, Bo is finally, he's, he's turned a year old earlier in in May. He's finally off of formula. Uh, formula is (laughs) expensive. It's like we would spend sometimes maybe like a hundred bucks a week in formula. He's, he's a big boy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's off of formula finally. So that's my home run for the week. Well, way
1: to go, Bo way to go. Bo. Yeah. Uh, is this now I we're spending hundred dollars a run? week at milk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my home run is I have been doing a lot of biking lately. It's actually um, Let's Bike Month or Bike Month, the month of June. Um, and um, uh, there's a group in Ottawa called Enviro Center, and they've set up um they've set up a, a, a Let's Bike app and program to log your kilometers and um, encouraging people in the city to leave the car at home and go out for errands and uh, use your bike as much as possible. And I've been doing it every day except for that day that it rained this week. I made it out for a good bike ride, got out for a great warm day in the hot sunshine and uh, uh, biking today with my friend Bill. And we talked about the Blue Jays a little bit to help me prepare for this podcast.
0: Nice. Nice. Very nice. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I uh, my bike is still in the garage. We haven't really Bikes too much uh, since we we moved to the new place. Um, cool. My 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 walk for the week is uh, I, I call it toddler Pilates. Um, you know it's important to to kind of get your exercise in, but sometimes you can't always do it. But I find that uh, I I tone I, I improve my muscle tone by like balancing my coffee and not spilling it while I've got you know two kids crawling all over me. So it's it's that's that's my 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 walk for the week because I've I've figured out a way to 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 to, to Keep my 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 core stable and, and and not spill coffee on the couch.
1: Okay, okay. Um, for my walk, I was trying to think of something as mundane as possible because when I listen to you and Steve talk on the podcast, sometimes the most mundane things are the the funniest conversations or the most interesting <laughs> yeah. ones for me. So I say, what what could I pick? With this very mundane walk, and I'm picking my lawnmower. I am so happy mm-hmm. I, I bought a new scott's push lawnmower that uh, i purchased on kijiji from a seller in perth i took a drove out drive out to perth especially to purchase this lawnmower and it is the best lawnmower that i've ever owned and it is quiet and i can listen to podcasts such as jay's at home while i mow the lawn now you bought a push lawnmower are there pole lawnmowers uh no
0: okay so,
1: no. Just to be clear, just to be clear, for your listeners who may not know what I'm talking about, this is a lawnmower that is propelled by humans only. There's no gas. There's no electricity. You push it, and as you push it, the wheels trigger a mechanical. Um, uh, what's that word? Um, motion. You know when you have a machine, a machine that uh, one thing triggers the next thing, and the balls go down it. And uh, oh, what do you call yeah, it? perpetual so motion. No, uh, no, it's not perpetual motion. It's like almost like a puzzle or I know what you t- yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can't think of, of the mechanic, word. Uh, anyways, ah, this is gonna bug me, and I'll think of it as soon as we hit pause here, but uh, it's like that. you push it along and it chops your grass away and uh, and and I can listen to to podcasts while I do it. So there's my walk,
0: yeah, I, I also have I have an electric lawnmower that my neighbor actually just gave to me because he got a new lawnmower and it's nice because they're quieter and you can like listen to things when you when you mow the lawn so i I, it's it's nice to be able to kind of tune out a little bit and uh you know not have the excessive noise of, of of lawnmowers so my walk is literally
1: a walk to mow the lawn there you go nice
0: yeah yeah um okay and my strikeout um is uh, Leo and Bo cannot be contained anymore. Uh, Bo has decided now, after uh, a week a week of working on it, that that walking is his his uh, more talking about walking. Walking is is his preferred mode of self transportation, so he can walk everywhere. And just the other day, he discovered that he can also now pull himself up onto the couch uh, on his own. Um, and uh, Leo has discovered that um, he can unlock the front door in the house, and if he wanted to, he could leave. So, <laughs> so now we have to find out a way to uh, child proof the front door. Um, they, they, yeah. So they, uh, they, they do not want to be uh, pinned down into one, one spot anymore.
1: Super curious and and busy kids. That's fun. Yeah. Who knew okay, that about my children? F- but they're curious. <laughs> yes clever curious and relentless sometimes as well yes all right my uh strikeout would be uh, uh the ford government's decision about schools in ontario mm. uh, schools not returning for the rest of the school year despite uh support from doctors doctors from pediatricians from child health specialists from educators even school boards were supportive of a regional exasper- you're
0: getting exasperated parents as well
1: <laughs> especially exasperated parents so you know really feeling uh, a lot of sympathy and, and disappointment for parents and kids and also just as um, um i saw a lot of the reaction from different people and well it's only three weeks and oh, you don't want it, to it's i guess what what really the strike would be is it seems that collectively in the province um we don't really care about school, you know, that, oh, it's okay if kids have been off school for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, you know, whether or not kids are resilient, whether or not um, you believe or, you know, your kids have been affected um, mental health or, or education or otherwise, just this idea that, that kids going to school on a daily basis has been thrown out as not that big of a priority is, is really disturbing. Um, and I say that, you know, my, my daughters have, both have been doing very well, uh, they're they're older students in uh, grade eight and grade ten, and um, have been doing very very well at home. They're excellent students, and I think even had the Ford government reopened schools, we'd we'd probably uh, give them the choice as to whether or not they wanted to return. But I, I just can't believe we're still, uh, especially for parents and kids who are in elementary school. I, I can't believe that schools have been closed for this long and that the communication from the government has been so so poor. So there's yeah. my my rant and my strikeout about school closures
0: I'll be interested to know and this is like probably five years down the road maybe I don't know, I don't know how you would measure this but how the education level amongst uh, youth has been affected by the by the lockdown because you know they're not it's, not everybody's gonna have a good a good teacher at home to, to deal with so it'll be interesting to see how how future performance from from this lockdown uh, is is affected.
1: Well, yeah, we're certainly seeing the, the mental health indicators in the community. And uh, um, I think the kids who are going to be the most will be the, affected will be the kids on the the edges of this. So uh, kids who are behind or were behind going into this are going to be further behind. And uh, I'm, I'm really concerned, too, about what the next few years might look like. Even kids like my kids who are, are doing well in school, they're worried about... Um, that uh, uh, a lot of next year will be review, and that they'll be bored at school, which is yeah. um, not a good thing either. So I, I really hope that uh, we can get back to a good school year next year, starting in September.
0: And I know, like my neighbor is a teacher, and he's talked about this, so I know I know from a, from a fact. Like teachers are having a hard time with this too, because they have to they're they're having a a workload. That is not what they have trained and prepared for this year. Um, they're doing like what like, day like, I'm not sure how the semesters work, but just extra long uh, blocks of, of, of school that they, that is just hard to to mentally get through for not not just the students but the teachers to to give them the
1: the work. Oh, yeah. And they've had to pivot and change that format because there's been some portion of the school year where they've had one class a day, some where they've had two classes a day. Some of it has been in person. Some of it has been online. And often they're pivoting with very short notice or or waiting for, for days and weeks for direction. It's I, I have a lot of sympathy for teachers and what they've gone through this year as well. For sure.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's strikeout is, is no school. Um, yeah. Okay. So that that's it for our, our personal stuff. That was that was a good talk. So um, now we'll get on to the, the the even more serious stuff. Is we're, we're going to talk about the uh, the 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 weekly feature, the Brita filter update. Um, so this week has been a, a pretty good week for for Krista and I on the Brita filter front because we 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 replaced the filter last week. As I said, Krista lovingly looked at me in the eye and 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 physically replaced the 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 our filter um and i asked you yesterday if you if you have a brita filter and you and you had a pretty interesting response so <laughs> so why don't we get into that absolutely not so how, um, how's- city of ottawa
1: sorry go again no,
0: i was gonna say so how's your filter
1: <laughs> oh I I do not have a Brita. I do not have a Brita filter. We live in the city of Ottawa. We have uh, some of the safest drinking water in North America. And I was trying to find this before we started, but there have been some surveys about just the taste and the quality of the drinking water. Consistently, Ottawa has come up uh, very high in those rankings. So there's absolutely no reason to filter your your water. I do not own a Brita filter. I drink straight out of the tap. I've got a bottle of water right here.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Now, now. It kind of opened my mind a little bit because um, the Brita filter jug is gigantic. It takes up a lot of real estate in the refrigerator. Um, so I might have to try to convince Krista to, to retire the the uh, Brita filter. Um, but you know what this means. It means that, that also the, the, the Brita filter update might have to be retired. It's the, well, it's I, the I, end of an era.
1: I think that's a reasonable trade-off to regain some room in your fridge and you can end that endless argument over who should refill it or what what level merits a refilling, you know, that that kind of disagreement that could be gone for good. You can just use your tap.
0: So this could solve some future arguments and it also saves some money in uh, in the in the filters. Does does it does it vary per per neighborhood or is it consistently the same across across the board?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Because I live in the West End in Stittsville, and you live in uh, Riverside South, so um, I, there shouldn't be, in theory. Although I mean, maybe there's a bit of regional variation, but there really shouldn't be any taste in the water f- across the uh, urban part of the city.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll have to see what uh, happens uh, next week with the Brita filter update.
1: And uh, who's your host next week? Is Steve back?
0: I believe Steve is back. Um, I'll tease it a little bit. We've got uh, we've got um, not a guest host, but a guest lined up that kind of came up out of the blue. So, uh, I'll, I'll tease that for next week. Um, I hope,
1: I hope they know more about blue Jays baseball than I do.
0: I can guarantee you that they do. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off the air after, after, after a, uh, we, 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 log off here. Um, so I'll finish this off just by, um, I had it all queued up here. Um, with just looking ahead. Cause I forgot to do this for the, for the blue Jays next week. um, I don't need to see it. Okay, we're, we're, next week uh, is going to be a tough week for the Blue Jays. They're they're uh, up against the Chicago White Sox, one of the best teams in the league. And my my pick for the AL uh, World Series uh, uh, representative. Um, and then they're uh, after Chicago. Um, they're they're in Chicago, and then they're in in Boston to face the Red Sox. So it's going to be a tough week for the Jays.
1: Well, I wish them best of luck, and to you as a viewer, I hope you get some exciting games.
0: Me too. And, and um, the White Sox are one of the most exciting teams in, in baseball. The, the White Sox against the Jays, I hope will get some some pretty good um, like North American wide, like U.S. wide uh, notice, because these are two of the, the, the Jays. White Sox and Padres are probably the three most exciting teams in the league. Um, sadly, I don't think we'll, we'll ever face the Padres this this year. But um, Jays and White Sox are the two most exciting teams to, to look at, to watch in the, in the AL for sure. All right. So that's, there you have it. That's the, that's uh, uh, this is an extra long episode too. We had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good talk about stadiums. So Glenn, just uh, thanks for, for being the guest host this week. Um, it, it's even though we didn't talk a lot about the Blue Jays, I think it's just interesting. It's nice just to, to uh, talk about baseball and, and, and it doesn't have to be timely. Uh it, talking about baseball uh, stadiums and, and and just experience and things like that is, is 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 one of the fun
1: things one of the many fun things about baseball uh, absolutely absolutely and you know in the format of podcasting and audio you can edit out all of the egregious errors that i made talking about baseball
0: i'll edit out, out my error i'll keep your error in there all right all right <laughs> all right well thanks that's this week's uh, jays from home um say 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 goodbye glenn
1: goodbye glenn Bye bye!